יכול גם לשאול שאלות. אפשר איזה שאלה? שאני עכשיו עונה משהו, יש לך שאלות, אתה יכול לשאול. בשמחה רבה, אתה גם דובר עברית, אז אתה תוכל לשאול את השאלה בעברית, ואז התרגם הזה אתה באנגלית. בסדר גמור. יופי. בסדר גמור. כן, פשוט שיהיה טבעי, הכל טבעי, לא יודעים. אין השואה, זה לא מתוכנן, לא יודעים. שואלים שאלה, לא יודעים לאיפה זה ילך. איך שזה מנחה אותי. את עניין הפיבט, שלא כסדר. special special guest the holy brother from a frat joining us in still some technical things we're working on so we're going to begin now, Baruch Hashem, another Muna class, our third one together with our Rav Shalom Arush. And Baruch Hashem, we have a special, special guest, the Shlomo Katz, coming from Efrat, joining us in the Holy Land together in Yushalayim Rakodesh with our wonderful translation with Rabbi Dayan Elgrod. We mentioned his wish series and 
is Daily Halakhic Corner. We continue to invite you there. And today we invite you to join us on this journey to Eretz Yisrael with Shlomo and Rev Shlomo Katz and Rev Shalom Morris together are going to take us on a journey. We do appreciate your questions. We welcome more. And we'd like to begin now with a song. And then please go, we'll start the questions. and hopefully be hosting some of his classes on our Brezza Visual sites. And we want to say firstly a big thank you to all our appreciated questions and feedback. Here is one example of the feedback we got from our Amuna class Q&A. And this is what it says. Thank you. I enjoy listening to you all. It gives me wisdom to know what to do at times when it gets so dark and I don't understand some happenings. Thank Hashem for his love and care for us. God bless you all. This is from one of our beautiful followers who left this on our Q&A Facebook and on YouTube. And we welcome everyone there to please leave your messages, leave your questions, email us, get involved in the class, make it interactive, bring it alive. And thankfully so far we're getting thousands of viewers, but it can grow and grow. And now we'd like to turn to Rav uh, Dain Elgrad, who we appreciate so much joining us to translate and speak to the Rav about some of the questions that have come up about conversion and making Aliyah to Eretz as well. And we'll leave it to the Rav to take us on that journey. Thank you. The first question is, when one is waiting to convert, should they convert in the States and then make Aliyah or vice versa? Aliyah 
אם יותר קל לו, אם הוא ממש שם יותר קל לו, כשיש לו שם רבנים שמלמדים אותו, זה לא משנה בכלל, בכלל לא משנה. If it's easier for a person to convert in the States because he has rabbis that teach him there, then he should do the conversion there. It makes no difference, the order. If it's easier for him to convert in the States because the language barrier makes it easier for him, then he should do it in the States. He can come here. We've helped some many, many non-Jews convert here in Israel. We even have them in our community. It all depends where he finds it easier to convert. The question is coming out from these kind of questions. We have a few is making Aliyah. That seems to be the theme, either with the conversion or not, if they're Jewish. A lot of people are coming to our sites and asking. Um, we have Rav Shlomo Katz. We'd like to hear from the Rav, if, if the Rav can translate what I said. And we'd also like to hear from Shlomo Katz on this question of Aliyah. That should be a theme of our night's class. Yes, Kvoda Rav, there are a lot of questions about Aliyah. Because it's a very important issue today with everything that happens in the world. Can it be? Can it be? What is the relationship to Aliyah? אנחנו, אני, אני גם עולה, אני גם עולה חדש, אני נולדתי במרוקו והייתי עד גיל כמעט 12 במרוקו והייתה עלייה גדולה מאוד מאוד בשישים ושלוש, בשישים ושלוש מאז שעלינו, איך נהיה פה ארץ ישראל? איך נהיה כזה דבר נפלא? תדעו לכם, ארץ ישראל מאוד יפה, ארץ ישראל רק הולכת ונבנית, כל הזמן עוד בניינים ועוד בניינים גם בגשמיות, גם ברוחניות, עוד ישיבות, עוד כוללים, עוד מקוואות, עוד תלמודי תורה, הכל הולך ונהיה יותר יפה ויותר יפה. I myself am an עולה. I made עלייה from Morocco when I was 12. I came here to Israel, so I know what עלייה means. And the question is, how did Israel become to be? Israel is such a beautiful place. There's so many lovely things here. Things are growing, the yeshivas, the כוללים. Everything here is just growing and growing. And how is it coming to be? וגם, ברוך השם, הכל פה מתפתח מאוד, ממש פה, ממש, הכל ממש מתקדם מאוד, הכל... Everything here is developing, everything here is progressing. גם בכל התחומים. In all aspects. שתבש מולד. אז אין, אנחנו הרי כולנו רוצים את הגאולה, נכון? We all want redemption, we all want גאולה. כל יום מתפללים לפחות שלוש פעמים ביום. Every day we pray at least three times a day. שקבצנו, שהשם יקבץ את כולם. That Hashem should gather us all together here to Eretz Yisrael. אז התפילות התקבלו כבר. So the prayers have already been accepted. לכן יש עכשיו התעלות לעלות את זה. That's why people are now realizing that they must make עלייה. People are now speaking about it, talking about it. סנוגרם של ישראל, רבי נצחק בנבנציב שכותב בספר שלו, The great defender of Am Yisrael, who always taught schus on Am Yisrael, Reb Levi Yitzchak Obadit, who writes in his book, that when Mashiach shall come, all the Jews will want to make Aliyah. Mashiach is going to say to them, wait a second. Here, to be here in Israel, when there was no 
being here in Eretz Yisrael when the redemption and the Geula was not here yet. When we had to go through all the things we had to go through, all the wars we had to go through. Oh, you now want to come and enjoy all the miracles that are going to happen? Wait there. Wait there. You will make Aliyah, but I'll decide when you make Aliyah. My teacher and mentor, Rabbi Yudazev Leibovitch, of blessed memory, he told us to tell people who live in America, tell the Jews that live in America to make Aliyah. The time will come they'll want to make Aliyah. They will not be able to make Aliyah. And I hope they'll be able to make Aliyah with their clothes on their backs. Why not make Aliyah now in patience with everything is easy going? That's Israel. <laughs> Israel. First of all, what a schut to be here, Mamish. It's a tremendous privilege and honor to be sitting here and to bask in this light, Bo Hashem. Such, I feel just saying toda, 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 every second. Merci, merci, merci. Thank you. Danke. Danke, Shukran. Everything. Shukran. So, toda la schut, yot Thank you for the privilege of even being in Eretz Yisrael. I'm, I'm also an Ole. Twice, once when I was nine years old, as a kid with my with my parents, and then family moved back, and then I came back alone at 22, and I haven't left Boch Hashem since then. And it's a matna, it's a matna schinam. It's an it's an undeserved gift. I don't know, probably schus of us, probably merit of my parents. I don't know what the what the what the merit was, but everyone always has a question when it comes to Aliyah when they want to sound responsible and mature. And they say, well, I have to make sure that I'm set up. I have to make sure that I'm responsible and that it can work for me. Usually with, when it comes to guilt, when it comes to money, right? <laughs> so our sages say that we, you can't enter the era of the three weeks, the Beina Meitzarim, unless you read Pasha's Chukas. Yeah, Pasha's Chukat always has to come before you go into the three weeks of mourning over the temple. And we already read it here in Eretz Yisrael this past Shabbos. They're going to read it this week in Chutz Laretz, this coming Shabbos. The question is, what, what's so special about Pasha's Chukas that you have to read it before the three weeks? And there's many, there's different answers. But I want to share one answer that to me is exactly the answer of today, Tough Shin Pei of 2020. Right a few blocks away from here is the house of one of the greatest tzaddikim that ever lived, Rav Kuk, Zechit Tzadik Kodesh Livracha. And Rav Kook said about himself, I am the, ich bin Reb Nachman. I'm, I'm the neshama of Reb Nachman. When he was asked once, why don't you just quote Rabbi Nachman when you, when you teach? Because it, it sounds so, so similar. And he had a, a tremendous relationship with a lot of the Breslau Chassidim in the previous generation, like Reb Shmuel Horowitz and, and Zatzal and other tzaddikim. Rav Kook was once approached, I think in Tafresh Tzaddik Bet, 1932, by some very wealthy philanthropists, Ashirim, Big, big Ashirim. And they came to Eretz Yisrael to look at the land, to see the land, to be here. And they came to say goodbye to Rav Kook when they were leaving, going back to America. So Rav Kook says to them, mm, what do you think about Eretz Yisrael? Did you like Eretz Yisrael? Oh, Rabbi, what a glorious, beautiful place. 
a place of prophecy. It's so beautiful and gorgeous here. So Rav Cook said to them, so, so why don't you join us here? Be with, oh no, Rabbi, it, it won't add up. We, the money, it, it won't work. The, we, we do the cheshbanot, it, it won't work. It, it's not going to add up for us. Rav Cook says, interesting. This Shabbos is Pashas Chukas. And in Pashas Chukas, one of the wars you have to do on your way to Eretz Yisrael is to kill Sichon Melech Cheshbon. <laughs> Unless you're willing to kill, Melech Cheshbon means the place of a, the king of a place called Cheshbon. Cheshbon is Cheshbonos, math, making, doing your, all your mathematics. Can I? Can't I? Cheshbonot. How would you say Cheshbonos in English? Calculations. <laughs> Overthinking. 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 Yeah, Rav Kook says nothing changed. Back then, when we came to Eretz Yisrael, we had to shecht Sichon Melech Hashbun. Today, too, the only way to get here. And I was thinking about it. None of us are here. Rabbi Shalom Shlita's family didn't sit in Morocco and say, Oh, I'm going to do a Cheshbon. Mishtalem la'alot le'etzna. You have, you have to shech that. Emunah Shlema. This is why maybe that this has to come before the three weeks parashat chukat, that each of us have an opportunity to kill Sichon Melech Hashbon, because Eretz Yisrael is completely beyond all the calculations and all the overthinking. And I know that that sounds very uh, floaty and hippie, you know, you're sitting there in Eretz Yisrael, you're so happy. But that's the, that's the reality. <laughs> You can literally see how Eretz Yisrael so, has got a special guarding In this virus, the coronavirus, you can see it, literally. Eretz Yisrael is the home of Hashem. The verse says that the eyes of Hashem are always observing Eretz Yisrael. Why is Eretz Yisrael holy? Because Moshe Rabbeinu looked and gazed at Eretz Yisrael. And from the holiness of Moshe Rabbeinu's eyes, Eretz Yisrael received its holiness. And now the eyes, all the time, the eyes of Hashem are looking and gazing on Eretz Yisrael. That's why there's a special protection of Eretz Yisrael. My, my father of blessed memory loved Eretz Yisrael. We had everything in Morocco. Everything. We had a big and beautiful house. I remember the house. When I went to Morocco, I went to visit the house. We had a large house, a large playground. We simply loved Eretz Yisrael. We didn't do any calculations. Every two meters that you walk in Eretz Yisrael, you do a mitzvah. <laughs> the air of Eretz Yisrael makes you wiser and smarter. <laughs> 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 
תגידו, אתם רוצים משיח? You tell me, do you want Mashiach? Do you believe that Mashiach is going to come? So why are you even asking questions? Start walking to Eretz Yisrael. Put, take some suitcases, put some, put some cases on your bus and start walking. There's no flights, so you've got to start walking. Start walking, just walk. או שמאמינים, או שרוצים גאולה, ומאמינים שיבוא משיח, ומאמינים שיבוא משיח, כולם יעלו לארץ ישראל. אה, אולי, אולי חשבוכו, חשוב, חשוב, קשה לו לפרנס את זה, רק בחוץ לארץ אתה יכול לפרנס. You either believe that there's going to be גאולה and that משיח is going to come. You see, הקדוש ברוך הוא can only provide for you abroad. He can't provide for you in ארץ ישראל, right? אתה גם כן עלית, אתה גם עלית, נכון? יש לך קצת אוכל, יש לך קצת... טיפה. רב שלוימה, אתה עושה מדליה, יש לך משהו? לא, 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 בשום מקום בעולם, את השפע שיש בשום מקום, אני נוסע לכל העולם. Like Eretz Yisrael doesn't exist anymore. That's why Meik Aliyah is going to give us power. If it's so good for you abroad, do you think that's the way Hashem is going to bring Mashiach? Welcome. Come on. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so we have a very positive Amuna uh, Bika answer from the Rav. And we'd welcome you to join us here in Eretz Yisrael and continue to join us online as well in the process. We'll do our best to be of help. Um, we have... More questions? We'd like the Rav to go ahead, please. Um, hi, I'd like to know more about your religion. Can you please send me things relating to the religion? Because it always seems to be to be a religion of peace. Our sages say that Talmidei Chachomim, those who learn and are immersed in Torah, increase peace in the world. Emuna, faith, and shalom and peace are one thing. If a person says that he believes, but he doesn't have the virtue of peace, of shalom, he's very far from believing in faith. Very far from faith. You cannot separate between faith and between peace. It's one thing. If you believe, then you love all the creations that Hashem created. You respect everyone. You want everyone to succeed. Because you love the Creator. You want the Creator's world to be beautiful. 
the main aspect of beauty is peace and unity. I have once heard from Rav Shlomo Karlbach who said that Shalom is the one thing that you can't pray for peace to just be on you. You could pray for other things just to be on the Yachid, like Refuah, Ashirut, Parnasah, but you can't sit in your Dalai Lamot in your own little you know, cubicle and say, okay, Hashem, I want peace, but I don't care about Shmerol or, or Yang. <laughs> Asking for peace in itself means So this davening, you know, we are, in America they say you are what you eat. I think that's what we are what you pray. shalom <laughs> When we say like, give us peace, it means mamash in the bakasha itself that I'm bringing everyone inside of there with me. And that's how we've been to relate to the question, that's how it's always been since since day one. So if you're only thinking about yourself, Rabbi Shalom said, no emuna, no shalom. For sure there's no shalom over here. Because shalom in itself means you and I are part of the tefillah as well. We want to say on that note of positivity and shalom, uh, more positive feedback. We got, um, I really loved your perspectives. We, he loves us all. And another one was, thank you for sharing Amuna with us. God bless you. All the people giving us blessings. Baruch Hashem, we take them. <laughs> and you can also join all our different programs. You see on the links below, we always put a lot of opportunity to partner with Brez of Israel and to have a blessing from the Rav through our online team. We can set that up. And we have lots of opportunities all the time on our different programs. So we just really appreciate the fact that people are responding so positively to our Muna classes and the feedback, it really makes a difference. I personally gave a class in my Muna weekly class on Monday, Monday 2 p.m. And the focus this week was having a good eye in Ayn Tova. So I would like to hear, since I spoke about that topic, I'd like to hear from the Rav also about the concept of Ayn Tova, how to have a good eye. עין טובה זה פרשו שרואה רק את הטוב, את הטוב בבריאה, את הטוב בכל אחד ואחד. רואים את הטוב שהשדווח עושה בעולם שלו. עין טובה פרשו שאדם רוצה שיהיה טוב. Having an eye in Torah, having a good eye means that you see the good in everything, the good in creation, the good in people. Of course, you see the good in Hashem. It also means that you only want good things to happen to everyone. You have to also see an ayin tov in yourself. That when you look at yourself, you also have to be able to say, you know what? I have always stuff to work on, but give up. I have such beautiful things about me, Ribbon Look what you look what you did. So Ayn Tov is Mamish also the way that I'm I'm looking inside myself. In 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 Hasidus it says that the eyes have two functions. There's eyes that see, that you use you use it for sight, and you also have eyes to long. Eyes are also for longing. It says that when you, when Eliezer met Rivka at the well, the future mother of Am Yisrael. So Eliezer says, Va'avo hayom el ha'ayin. That's how he uses to describe the place where he met Rivka. The ayin over there meant the ma'ayan, the mikveh, the water. 
Eliezer was saying, I came, I saw Rivka's eyes, and I saw that she is longing, longing for the great day. So Ayin Tov is also focusing on the good, and it's also wanting with your eyes to see in front of you a more beautiful and pristine reality right in front of you. I'm just noticing also, seeing the good, we're seeing a lot of nice comments on our Instagram live. Someone just wrote that. It's awesome to see the good in people. Um, the Facebook and YouTube live, personally, I'm not able to see them right now just because of the setup. And please God, we'll get that sorted out long term. But we do see everything that's written there. And it is stored away for the, for next week or another week of the question and answer Muda class. So please keep leaving your comments on all our different platforms. The Instagram live is the place where we're going to see them um, as it's going. So uh, someone else also wrote, uh, a famous musician, Yosef Danil, he wants to come. He also says, I'm next. He's the next guest. <laughs> He's uh, very optimistic. Let's see if we'll make it happen. Let's hear from uh, the Rav another question. Please. This is a major question. What is Emuna? Mazo Emuna. Emuna is the Kesher Imabore. Emuna is having a connection with the Creator. The Creator is something that we cannot perceive, we cannot comprehend it in our minds. That's why our connection with Him is only through Emunah, through faith. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev writes that every single person has got many powers. He has the power of the mind, the power of emotion. He also has the power of imagining things. Rabbi Nachman says that in order to amend this power of imagining things is only through emotion. A person knows, even though it comes to this power of imagination, a person knows in his mind that this is the most correct thing to do. Every single thing you can prove that it does not exist or that is wrong, except for one thing, for imuna, for faith. You cannot prove that it's wrong. That is the first proof. But certainly a person that merits to have Emunah, to have faith, and I have Emunah, he sees Hashem. Today I had a trial in Emunah and faith, and I strengthened myself in Emunah, and I saw how Hashem fixed everything. There's not a single day where I do not see Hashem. What does it mean to see Hashem? I don't see like I see the table. I can see that He is the master of this world. He decides what is going to be. He changes things. Through our prayers, we change things. 
So many times I saw in my eyes that nature changed completely through prayer. Not just me. Many of my students that learn the way that I teach. They tell me miracles above the natural forces. That's why emuna is a connection with Hashem. To connect it to, uh, to Eretz Israel is a beautiful pasuk. The Rebbe speaks about also Shchon Eretz Emuna. That the dwelling in the land is the place where you shepherd your faith. So to tie to tie it together is that in Eretz Israel, the world of Emuna, you can't compare it at all to to to, to what happened to the accessibility to the Kesha, to the Ilbona Shleilam, like outside of the land. And here it gets cultivated. Emuna is also a language of Hamshacha. You, you drawing, you're drawing down who you really are. You find that out, Mamish, here. Everything that, that Rabbi Shalom Shlita just said, that happens here in a much more revealed, revealed place because, like Moshe like Rabbeinu's eyes were on here, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, this is just a different ballgame over here. I don't have to work so hard on my Koyach Amidame when the reality is changing in front of me every given second. So, Shchon Eretz Ure'e Emuna, the shepherding of the faith, is when I'm dwelling in the Eretz, in the Emuna that's here. And someone asked, which is connected to what Shlomo and the Rav, they asked, how can we take the Ayin Tava that we spoke about, the good eye, and how can they have what an Ayin Tava for themselves, to have Emuna, mm-hmm. and betochen in themselves, mm-hmm. to believe in themselves? אנשים הרב שואלים, הרב, איך אפשר לקחת עין הטובה ולהפנות את זה כלפי עצמם, להאמין בעצמם, שיהיה להם ביטחון בעצמם? אז זה יפה. ממש, האמונה, האמונה יש אמונה בבורא עולם. יש אמונה בצדיקים. ויש אמונה בעצמו. And there is a Muna having faith in yourself. And the most important faith, that is the one that decides the faith of all different aspects, is when you believe in yourself. What does it mean to believe in yourself, to have faith in yourself? You believe that your internal desires and wills are completely godly. You have a godly spirit. It is something completely pure. And its expression is will, desire, ratzon. Everyone, if you look into yourself, he can see that his inner desire, his rotson, is completely pure. Not his deeds, not his actions. In his actions, he is very far away from his will and his will. But who are you? It's your rotson, it's what you want. You only want to be good. You only want to do good. You only want it to be good. 
שהוא טוב בעולם זה הרצון שלך. Everything that is good in this world, that is what you really want. That is your רצון. אז עכשיו העבודה של הבן אדם, So now, what you've got to work on, איך יגיע שגם המציאות שלו תהיה כמו הרצון שלו. Is how to make your reality like your wants, your wills and your desires. וזו העבודה שאנחנו מלמדים את כל הדרך שהבנו אמרנו ברסלב מלמד אותנו, נותן לנו את הדרך איך לזכות, להגיע באמת. ממש, רק ממש להגיע לשלמות, כמו הרצון של הבן אדם. And that is the path that we teach, the path of Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, how to take your wants, your wills, your rotten, and to manifest them into your actions. People are asking, and we're now asking Shlomo this, how do you feel Emunah? They want to know how to feel. How to feel Emunah? Can I answer with a song? Yes. Is that okay? I have to answer with 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 the song this is a this is a this is how I answer myself it's how I feel sometimes when nothing else is working I I ask myself certain questions and it's mamish what the Rav was was just saying right now and this is uh this is coming from a very deep place in my in my neshama when I let myself ask these questions I feel it so much more. So this is a Zenigun Shenichtav Bamesh Ba'autobus Mi Medjbush Lebarditchev. You need to translate that, Rabbi Shlema. Oh, sorry. This, was a, <laughs> this is a Nigun that, that uh, came down on the bus from the Baal Shem Tov to Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Berditchev in the Ukraine. And it's uh, six questions, the whole song. It's six questions, the whole song. When I ask these questions, Gevald, I feel, I feel it. Even without the need to answer. Everyone needs answers. Just ask yourself, just ask, ask properly, and you'll feel it. I ask myself and just think about the question, I 
can then turn up to the Rebona Shleilam and also ask, Rebona Shleilam, where am I? Where are you? What are you? And where are you? Me, Ani, Uma. Shaking right now next to the We want to also welcome people to please check out Shlomo Katz's uh, beautiful music. It's on Instagram at Shlomo Katz Music, and uh, he has a lot of new songs coming out right now. And we encourage you to join there. We'd like to also welcome his brother, Aiton Katz, to come join us soon in Eretzra with Shlomo, together with Rav Orish, together to do a share like this. And um, and please got all our other friends, Susha and all the other Febra, Rev Weinberger, everybody Amen. together Amen. dancing Amen. in Yushalayim. You know that's one of the important people in uh, Shlomo's life is uh, his brother, obviously, but and then his Rav as well. We want to just uh, end off the share with one or two more questions, and just I'd like to just say a quick story before we do um, that someone sent me a voice note thanks to the previous class on Chok Toda, like the law of gratitude that someone wrote in and then voicemailed me on whatsapp you're welcome to do that on our whatsapp groups and chats and they said that akala was very nervous about with the covid crisis right now how to make a wedding and be able to put all the logistics and the hall and everything wasn't working out and she was very worried about her wedding that she was so excited for and then what happened Bo Hashem, she was okay to to just really come across the Rav's teachings and say Toda, thank you Hashem and with that power she felt renewed and then she was able to make a choice on a different hall and she was able to see once again after that that the hall that she chose was much better than the original one that wasn't working out and she was able to see that the date that she chose was actually the date when the 
um, the government had decided that that would be the day legal for weddings. So she was just the duke in time. There would be no issues. She had the hall. She had the date and everything. And she said it was all beschus. Once she started thanking Hashem with the, chok, the, the law of gratitude, then everything was able to turn around Matova. We appreciate our sending these stories and, and we appreciate the teachings of Harav to be able to give that awakening of the power of saying thank you. So we thank Hashem for this wonderful night and we'd like to end off with one or two more questions from Harav. A very important question is, why is it so important to say thank you? Madua kol chashuv lomar toda. Thank you, Hashem, for the chair I'm sitting on the table. Thank you for the electricity. Thank you for every breath that you're giving us. When I say thank you for the chair, I believe that the chair belongs to the creator of the world. Now I'm using it. So good manners and being polite is saying thank you to the owner, saying thank you for using the chair. When you say thank you, that means you're living in Muni, you're living faith. When you say thank you for everything that you have, that means that you now have complete faith that everything that you have belongs to the Creator. Gratitude is the ABC of being a person. That is the foundation and the root of gratitude. There is nothing worse than being ungrateful. When a person is ungrateful, that is the essence of everything that is bad and evil. Let's look at the differences between a child and another child. A child that is grateful, thanks his mother for everything. Thank you, mother. Thank you, mother, for this. Thank you for that. A child that is ungrateful is going to be evil. He's going to be a bad person. Not only will he not say thank you, he'll also have complaints and arguments. First of all, saying thank you for everything that happens to you in this world means that you know that it's from Hashem. And that is, it is only for the better good. That's why gratitude, saying thank you, is complete and full faith. And gratitude means that you surrender before Hashem. When you accept that everything that happens to you is only for your better good, Creator of the world, this is what you want? I also want it. Thank you. 
I accept it with emuna, with faith. With faith that if you decide that this is what I have to go through, 100% that this is my better good. That's why I'm saying to you, thank you. Even though in my mind, I don't understand how this can even be good. In my mind, logically, it seems to be something negative. But faith, emuna. Who did this? The Creator. So it's only for the better good. There is nothing more that will give a person heaven on this earth like thank you and gratitude. You don't just say thank you with your mouth. Thank you must come from the heart. There's no, there's no point of just saying thank you just with your mouth. That's not saying thank you. With every single thing, a person can lie himself, except with gratitude and thank you. I had a very great and new concept that I said this week. Every single thing has in it good and bad. Even when you learn Torah. If you merit, it can become the spice of life. And if you don't merit, it can become the spice of death, something poisonous. A person eats. Through eating, you can have such an enlightenment of good wills. And, on the other hand, through eating, you can fall to sleeping through this whole world. A person goes to sleep. You can merit learning Torah when you go to sleep. You can merit having prophecy when you sleep. Having extreme, incredible things that Hashem shall reveal to you. And you can go to the worst places when you go to sleep. A person gets married. Marriage is the perfection. It's the holy shechina that dwells in your home. You now actually have gained perfection. Every single thing I'm saying shortly and briefly, of course, we have <laughs> many long shearing on every single thing. <laughs> A person can get married and he can fall into the worst and vile places in the world. Prayer. Through prayer, you can connect to Hashem. And through prayer, which is not done in the correct way, you can reach the furthest, the most distant places away from Hashem. Even going to Yitbudidut, being alone with Hashem. Rabbi Nachman Abresev says that Yitbudidut is the greatest virtue from all other virtues. Rabbeinu also says that when you do Hitbudidut wrongly, you can come to anger. 
every single thing, livelihood, I can explain it, that it's for, for the better good, and it also can be for the worse. <laughs> There's only one thing that is completely good. <laughs> and that is thank you, gratitude. <laughs> there is nothing bad or evil about gratitude, only good. <laughs> Gratitude is the peak of goodness. I hope that in future programs we shall explain more and elaborate about gratitude and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we'd like to have a song to end off the share from Rav Shlomo Katz. <laughs> thank you. I'd like, before that, I'd just like to tell you something. About 26 years ago, I was in America for the first time. And of course, I said there's shiurim. When I came back to Israel, I made a tape. Then there weren't any discs, there were only tapes. The tape was called The Holiness of America. <laughs> of course, people didn't want me to distribute this tape. They told me. I also understood that it was not yet the time for the Anyone who hears that tape, the holiness of America, is going to run to Eretz Israel. But I understood that that wasn't the time. I hope that now the time is arrived. We're waiting for Geula, for redemption. Every single person makes Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, he brings closer his own Geula, his own redemption, and the Geula of the whole world. Welcome, welcome. We're waiting for you. <laughs> I'm going to go to the 
Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Eli, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Eli. Thank you. David Moshek, thank you. Eliyahu, thank you. 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 When when you meet the Baruch, just give him regards from Alpha Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be more practical after what you said. No, it was perfect. חי אבינה